Free agency is off and running. The Packers have finally made a move, but they've seen some guys leave too. What does it all mean? Who knows? Blue 58! Hello and welcome to a special episode of Blue 58. I'm your host, John Meerdick, joined by co-host Gary Zillavi. Have you caught your breath yet, Gary? Oh, I'm back from the gym and just, just fighting it. I'm excited. Yeah, well, there's some there's some stuff you should be aware of going on in the world of the Packers, and let's let's dive right in. Talk about what's going on in the world of free agency. Boy, until a couple hours ago, things seemed pretty grim in the world of the Packers. A lot of guys going out the door, and we'll touch on a couple of those guys here in a second. But first, the big news: the literal elephant in the room, almost six foot seven, Martellus Bennett, a tight end out of Texas A&M is coming to Green Bay. He signed a deal with the Packers late this afternoon, late Friday afternoon, now is officially a member of the Packers. We'll dive deep on Bennett here in just a little bit, but Gary, what is your first reaction? My first reaction is I am surprised the Packers signed a player that has as much baggage as Bennett has and is as old as Bennett is. Uh, to play with Aaron Rodgers. If that's not responding to Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy pleading for more free agent help, I just don't know what is. I completely agree with you. There's a lot to Martellus Bennett. He's an interesting guy. He's an unusual guy. He's a very talented football player. Like you said, Gary, 30 years old, coming off a successful season with the New England Patriots, and we'll go deep on Martellus Bennett here in just a couple minutes. But first, we got to talk about the rest of what's been going on with the Packers and free agency. First, the big domino. Nick Perry re-signing with the Packers. Five years, $60 million. Going to be about $18.5 million guaranteed. Were you surprised that the Packers brought Perry back, Gary? It seemed to me that at least late Wednesday night, even into Thursday morning, it looked like he was as good as gone. I was very surprised that Nick Perry returned. I felt like the teams that were interested in him, Indianapolis, New York, were going to overspend for Nick Perry. So not only am I surprised that Nick Perry returns to Green Bay, but John, his contract is a bargain. For To the extent that a $60 million contract can be a bargain, Nick Perry's is that and more. This is, I think, the epitome of a team-friendly deal, or at the very least, this is a win-win, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. I, I think it's probably more team-friendly than it is uh, win-win. I, I, you know, Sure, he gets $18 million and a, a signing bonus, but that's all the guaranteed money there is in this deal. Perry is going to have to stay healthy and stay active on the roster if he wants to collect all of that $60 million. I got to say it's a good move for the Packers, though. Perry, a good pass rusher, but really a great defender against the run. And what that means, as you can see in our breakdown of the deal uh, at thepowersweep.com, uh, Perry doesn't ever have to come off the field. He's great against the run. He's great against the pass you can just leave him out there and hopefully he earns every bit of that $60 million. Once Perry was signed, a few guys started to head out the door and we'll uh, go to J.C. Treader first. He signs a three-year $16.75 million deal with Cleveland, $10 million guaranteed. Gary, the Packers will play at Cleveland coming up this year. Is this a revenge game for J.C. Treader already? <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. 
uh, I, I'm, I'm very excited for, for JC Treader. I feel this is a very good opportunity for him to play on a team that uh, is going to have Brock Osweiler under center, at least for now. Uh, I, I think Treader's a good asset to them, and his contract is, is very, very uh, well-deserved. And he doesn't have a spot in Green Bay. It seems like they prefer Lindsley over Treader. So I'm happy to, happy to see him go to Cleveland. Yeah, good for J.C. Treader. Both you and I actually interacted with a couple members of his family online this week. Seemed like a good bunch, and you like to see the good guys get rewarded there. Another good guy, a guy that both you and I are, are fans of, will also be heading out of Green Bay. Uh, well, he's there already because he signed his contract with the Buffalo Bills today. Micah Hyde signing with the Buffalo Bills for five years and $30 million, $14 million of that is guaranteed money. He is now the 14th highest paid safety in the NFL. I was stunned when I saw these contract numbers. How about you? I don't think I was stunned. I expected Hyde to be paid well, uh, if nothing else, because of his dynamite plays, because of his profile that he certainly raised in the postseason. But he got paid more than Devon House and more than Tremont Williams, and that's that's deserved. He's a better player than both of those. Absolutely. He's a he's a really good player. I almost said he was a great player. He's not a great player, but he is really good, and he does a lot of things well. But I think Buffalo may be, at least the Buffalo fans, may be a little bit disappointed with this one. He's being paid as the 14th highest paid safety in the league, but he's he's not a starting safety. You don't throw him back in too deep coverage and have him cover for deep balls and stuff like that. He's not that kind of player. The kind of player he is is exactly how the Packers were using him, and I think if he gets out of that role... The people who are now rooting for him in Buffalo uh, might not get what they think they're they're paying for here. Finally, as far as the departures here, we have to talk about Julius Peppers. He has signed a deal, the terms of which have not yet been disclosed, with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Peppers is from uh, the Carolinas. Uh, he went to UNC and uh, started his career with the Carolina Panthers, who drafted him second overall all the way back in 2002. This didn't seem like that big of a surprise to me once I sat down and thought about it a little bit, Gary. Were you stunned at all? Not surprised. I would have been more surprised had he have chosen to sign with another premier team, say New England or um, Denver or another team like that. I, I, I think Carolina makes a lot of sense for him to to put a bookend on his career and hey some Packer pass rushers of old have had some good success in Carolina after they've left Green Bay right Reggie White signing with the Carolina Panthers uh, almost not that far apart from when Peppers played there man now I feel really old I gotta stop thinking about that Gary I I have some good news for you we've just gotten some information about Martellus Bennett and I think you're going to like this a lot as we circle back to the the real big news of free agency so far I hope you're sitting down as you're recording this because Bennett's contract is three years 18.45 million dollars wow that that is very reasonable it's less than what Jared Cook reportedly wanted from the Packers so we, we've learned two things. First, the Packers got an incredible deal on Martellus Bennett because that's below what we expected for the, the market average for Bennett. And second, Cook has overestimated what people have wanted 
to pay him and how much or and how much they wanted him to stay around now two off seasons in a row I I would be pretty upset with my agent if I was Jared Cook I, let's talk a little yeah I would I would too <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about Jared Cook. I want to talk about the guys who are actually here. Man, I sound like a general manager there. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about Martellus Bennett. Um, he's a guy the Packers are pretty familiar with. He's been with the Chicago Bears uh, for a few years, and, and the Packers played him as a, a member of the Dallas Cowboys as well. He's a big target, six foot seven, two 248 pounds, and has been generally pretty success, successful wherever he's gone. Uh, he's the, the pretty much the the stereotypical big tight end. I mean, it doesn't get much bigger at bigger than six foot seven. He runs pretty well, uh, mid four sixes in the forty. Uh, has a thirty four inch vertical leap, or at least he did at the combine. He can get up and get passes. The point I I come back to thinking about Cook and, and Gary, you can tell me your thoughts on this, but uh, on Bennett rather, not on Cook. Jared Cook gets a lot of credit for how he played last year and he should he had a he had a good year but his stats the numbers he put up were really not all that different from what he's done throughout his entire career it's not like he had this career renaissance when he came to the Packers but that was what the Packers needed now Martellus Bennett has put up better numbers than Cook throughout his career and if he can just be the sort of player that he has been in his career to date I think he's going to be awesome for the Packers how do you feel about the signing? I feel really good about it at first blush. I think that the trend in New England is that their top flight talent leaves town and really never performs at as high of a level as they did with the Patriots. I think of uh, Dion Branch, the wide receiver, when he left. Randy Moss, when he left town. Uh, even Chandler Jones, Logan Mankins, it seems like New England has a way of letting their guys go at the right time. And and much like the Packers, I think the Packers very rarely keep a guy a year or two longer than they, uh, than they needed to. About Bennett, I believe he's going to be a really solid target for the Packers, specifically in the red zone. I agree with that. And a stat that we came up with as we, we researched Martellus Bennett was just the great, uh, awesome amount of touchdowns he scored as a percentage uh, in the red zone. So he has 30 career touchdown grabs. 23 of those have come in the red zone. And of those 23, 16 have come in like the ultra, ultra deep part of the red zone. So about nine yards and in. He's a big target. He's going to get open in the red zone, and that's something that you would you love to see from the Packers. That really wasn't Cook's game, if you think about it, and it's never been something that Richard Rodgers has done especially well. I mean, say what you will about Richard Rodgers. Uh, it's not really a fair comparison, him and Martellus Bennett, but if you're looking for a red zone target, that's exactly the sort of thing you want to see um, the Packers bring in. Any final thoughts about Martellus Bennett before we move on to a couple other free agent targets? What number is he going to wear? Will Bubba Franks let him wear 88? Uh, I don't know if Bubba will let that one go, but could this finally be the start of the domino effect to see what we get for uh, Ty Montgomery's new number? Because he says he wants to switch to a running back number. Oh, man. That's a 
we need to have another podcast, John, to talk about jersey numbers because it, I could I could go for days on that. It's probably best to cap it right there, but I could talk about that for hours. See, you're saying that sarcastically. I'm but really not. I could talk for days about uniform numbers and uniforms in general, and Mabel will have to do that someday. But I, I wanted to take your temperature on a couple other podca- podcasts. Now you got me talking about podcasts. I wanted to take your temperature on a couple other Packers prospects in terms of free agency. The the other two real big names out there for the Packers are Eddie Lacy and TJ Lang. Both of them have some visits scheduled and for good reason. Uh, they both they're both coming off relatively serious injuries and uh, both are at the point of their career where they could start to to break down a little bit for for other reasons. Lacy has visits scheduled with the Seattle Seahawks and the Minnesota Vikings before heading back to Green Bay if he gets that far. TJ Lang, meanwhile, is going to visit the Seattle Seahawks. He had canceled a visit to Denver because they were doing some other work in free agency with their offensive line. The Detroit Lions apparently in play as well. Let's start with Lacey. How do you feel about him coming back to Green Bay? I'm not concerned if he signs with another team. I am would be disappointed to see Lacey go. I really don't want him to sign with the Vikings or the Seahawks. But ultimately, I'm okay with him seeing what's out there and and coming back to the Packers. The Packers will never pay more for something than they think they should. They're not going to overpay just out of loyalty to Lacey and unfortunately probably not for TJ Lang, who if anybody deserves it, it's probably TJ Lang. Like you, I'm not super concerned about Lacey. I would rather not see him go to the Seattle Seahawks or the Minnesota Vikings, but if if he can get himself a good deal, you know, go with God. That, that's good for you, Eddie. How about TJ Lang? Uh, what are you? What's your your feeling on him? My feeling is that the Packers are really going Lang or bust at guard. I haven't seen them connected to any of the other high end offensive line targets, and as they've begun to to fall in the last twenty four hours, I think that it's very clear that Ted Thompson is saying. Hey, let's go and try to sign TJ Lang, but if not, we'll look to the draft. And if the Packers don't go guard high in the draft, remember that the only starting offensive lineman on the Packers next year who was drafted in the first round is Brian Balaga. The rest are fourth, fifth, sixth undrafted players. That's a good point. And the Packers have another undrafted guy that they're pretty high on waiting at guard in the form of Lucas Patrick. Now, he's no T.J. Lang, at least not at this point, but I think, like you said, the Packers are pretty much Lang or bust. If the market doesn't come to them and they don't get T.J. Lang, I don't think they're going anywhere else in free agency to try to shore up their offensive line. Gary, I think that's about an emergency podcast for us. Where can the good people find us for the rest of the free agent updates throughout the rest of the offseason? You can browse our website. We are www.thepowersweep.com. We'll uh, post a breakdown of all the free agent signings, whether they come or they're leaving Green Bay. You can also check out our Facebook and Twitter pages. We are at The Power Sweep in both locations, offering just the finest insights including a little little applebee's joke in there if you pay close attention finally if you want to get a hold of us via email you can reach out to us at the power sweep 1959 at gmail.com 
We would love to hear from you, of course. Any feedback that you can offer us helps us make this into a better project, helps all of us become smarter fans of the Green Bay Packers, and I like to say that smarter fans are better fans, and better fans are what we all want to be. For Gary Zillavy, I'm John Meerdink. Thank you very much for tuning in to this extra special episode of Blue 58. We will see you next week at our normal bat time and normal bat channel. Burn the